I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening. And again, I am struggling today because I have eaten some things that I am too old to be eating, like things made with flour, dairy, sugar. Uh, My digestion um, organs are like, no, we're not doing this. No, thank you. (laughs) You're 40 now. We don't eat those things. You can have celery and chicken and that's it. Um, And some water. Did you just drink soda? Your kidneys are shutting down. So anyways, I just needed you guys to know my kidneys hurting right now. (laughs) Anyway, all right, moving on. So um, in my quiet time, um, I'm just like really... I'm just really having a good time with the Lord, man. I think sometimes, you know, I've talked about this before, you can kind of get in the routine where you're checking off the box and you're like, I must read my Bible. That's the thing I'm supposed to do. And so I do it. And now I did it. And that's, you know, checked off for the day. If I'm a good Christian, I'm going to read my Bible. I read my Bible. Okay, check mark. It's done. And not really having that heart connection with the Lord and that time, uh, just that intimate time with the Lord. And so really... Uh, kind of just revamping that again and, and revisiting like what where where are we at now like I don't want my heart to I don't know get stale or apathetic um, I want to have a real relationship with the Lord and so this is not a spiritual biblical um, rule but <laughs> I do find that it kind of helps me get in the right frame of mind, I guess, is just having some ambiance, okay? I know, that kind of weird to say out loud, um, but I, you know, I have my uh, time with the Lord in my closet in the hallway, and I have a candle in there. I'm not really saying that's a safe idea, okay? So proceed with caution. However, um, even if you're sitting in an open space or whatever and you have just a candle, it could be light in that room. It doesn't matter. For some reason with me, um, it just kind of represents intimacy uh, with the Lord, just like a really special time because it's not something that we do every day. I mean, we got electricity, so why would we do that? Um, but just... I don't know. It's like a light from my heart to the Lord. (laughs) Okay, I know this is goofy. I really hope you are all ladies listening to this because I feel like y'all would feel me on that. Um, And then I've got some blankets in there and um, and then my Bible and my journal and my and my pens and some sticky notes and tape. So if I look, I'm hoping we don't have to resell this house, but I've been uh, I'll write the notes the notes. I'll write the verses that stick out to me either in my journal or in the uh, post-it notes and then I'll take the post-it notes if I write on there and I'll tape them (laughs) to my closet wall. So that way like it's just a nice little place to retreat into to spend that time with the Lord but also if you're going through like I don't know just a frustrating time at home where you just need to take a minute um, and you know go in that closet and I see all of God's word like up on the walls in there and the things that God had spoke to me about and it's just been really uh, special to me and so what um, I'm doing right now with a sweet friend is uh, we just take our time with the Lord and the Bible you know apart and the verses that stick out to us 
we just write them out in our journal, not just the reference, but actually write them out in our journal and then write a prayer to the Lord. And, um, and it's just been really cool. So right now I'm in the book of Jeremiah and, um, there's some things that were just repeated in my readings and anytime that happens usually it's like okay god what are you what are you trying to say like what is this about um and a lot of times people are like hey you know i don't really know what god wants for me i'm not exactly clear and what god's will is for my life like just read the bible open his word it is his word so like he will use his words to tell you what he wants and um i'm gonna read some of the verses to you but first well, I'll read the verses, then I'll go back. Okay, Jeremiah 2.8. The priest said not, where is the Lord? And they that handled the law knew me not. The pastors also transgressed against me, and the prophets prophesied by Baal and walked after things that do not profit. In Jeremiah 2.11. Hath a nation changed their gods, which are yet no gods? But my people have changed their glory for that which doth not profit. Jeremiah 7, 8, Behold, ye trust in lying words that cannot profit. And when you look up the word profit in the um, Merriam-Webster Dictionary, it says to derive benefit, to gain. So obviously to not profit is like there's no gain. There's no benefit to doing this. And if you're a parent, I'm sure you have had that conversation with your kids. <laughs> They're doing something and you're like, that's not going to benefit you. Okay. You can choose that. You can make that choice, but that is not in your best interest. That is not going to help you out. And that's actually a terrible idea. And so God in these verses are saying the same thing to these people. Like you're, you're doing that and it's of no profit to you. And so I wanted to look at some of the other verses that talked about things that which were not profitable, of no profit, and I did not make an exhaustive list of it. So it's there's actually more verses than what I'm about to read um, when it comes to that. But First Samuel 12, verses 20 through 21, And Samuel said unto the people, Fear not, ye have done all this wickedness, yet turn not aside from following the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. And turn ye not aside, for then should ye go after vain things which cannot profit nor deliver, for they are vain. So again, if you're not serving the Lord and you are serving things that are of the world, it is no profit and it's not going to help you. Uh, Proverbs 10.2, Treasures of wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivereth from death. Proverbs 11.4, Riches profit not in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivereth from death. So, you know, kind of going into Ecclesiastes 2.11. Then I looked in all the works that my hands had wrought and on the labor that I had labored to do. And behold, all was vanity and vexation of spirit and there was no profit under the sun. So you can toil all day, you know, that you want to. And obviously, like we want to have some wisdom and, um, you know, work hard and, and uh, be independent in that way of uh, providing for our families and things like that. Um, but as far as like you're just chasing the things of the world for yourself, that's not going to profit. You know, if you're putting your trust in the Lord and you're trying to be a good steward and you are building up your treasures in heaven, that's what's going to last in the end times and when you die. Uh, Isaiah 44, 10. Who hath formed a God or molten a graven image that is profitable for nothing? Matthew sixteen twenty six. For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? 
or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? So again, just the purpose of running after God and following after the things that he has put before us and said, hey, these are the things that you should run after, not these things. These things will profit you nothing. Uh, but our flesh wants to run after those very things. And so it leads us right into destruction. First Corinthians 13, 3. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. So God is telling us right here, you know, all the things that is not going to benefit us. I mean, he's not even talking about himself, you know, he's like, it's not going to benefit you. It's This is not going to help you um, have any gain of eternal values. Makes no sense to waste time on and get wrapped up in. And then, of course, as the good loving father that he is, he provides us with his word that then tells us what will profit us. Isaiah forty eight seventeen. Thus saith the Lord thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth thee to profit, which leadeth thee by the way that thou shouldest go. Y'all sometimes it's KJV and that this is <laughs> beget me. Um, so God's telling us right there, he's going to teach us how to profit and he's going to lead us in that way. And it's going to be for our good and his glory. Matthew five twenty nine through 30. And if thy right eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee, for it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish, and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. And if thy right hand offend thee, cut it off and cast it from thee, for it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish, and not thy whole body should be cast into hell. And so he's letting you know, like, listen, you don't want to go off the rails and do things that is not going to profit you, the things that God speaks against. If that's going to be the case, you know, and if we're talking about, I don't know, I guess if you want to talk about legalism a little bit and our liberty, you know, we can, we have the liberty to make whatever choice we want, but not every choice is going to benefit us. And so for me, when it comes to alcohol, even if the Bible is like, hey, you know, don't get drunk, but I'm not banning you from drinking wine or beer, just don't get drunk. But I know for me, I'm going to toe that line too close and you know, start sinning, then I need to make that rule for me. And essentially, I'm cutting off my right hand or whatever the case is to make sure that I don't go into that area um, that's going to displease the Lord because I know that it is tempting for me and it's not going to be profitable for me. And it's not going to bring the Lord glory. All it is is going to, you know, I'm going to toe the line into sin. So what's the point of even messing with that? Uh, John six sixty three. it is the spirit that quickeneth the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. So again, reinforcing that our flesh is not of any benefit. Anything that our flesh desires is going to be apart from God and apart from his word. And it's going to profit us nothing. But the words that God speaks, they are spirit, they are life. 1 Corinthians 10.33, even as I please all men in all things, not seeking mine own profit, but the profit of many that they may be saved. You can help others gain and have that benefit of eternal life in the Lord and abundant life here. So it is of profit to seek the good of others in Jesus' name over your own. 
you put others first, right? Put God first. First Corinthians twelve seven. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit withal. So God's Spirit lives inside you. It's He's given His Spirit to you so that you can live in a profitable way. Like that's the best news ever. First Timothy four eight. For bodily exercise profiteth little. But godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and of that which is to come. So godliness is profitable unto all things. Second Timothy 2.14, of these things put them in remembrance, charging them before the Lord that they strive not about words to no profit, but to the subverting of the hearers. So if you're going to be speaking words, take those words to be profitable to others by letting them know who Jesus is and of the good news, the gospel, so that they can have eternal life that will be profitable. 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction and righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished into all good works. Like, man, I'm telling you, he's got some good recipes in here (laughs) for what's going to be beneficial and profitable to your life. And if, if we can trust him, trust his promises, we will see that fruit. If you're depressed and you're upset and you're angry or hey like you're living a life and you're like well I don't know why things just you know like I, I feel like I have no purpose I don't know things don't seem to ever be panning out like do things God's way he's going to show you how to get that fruit and anytime that we are fulfilling God's will in our life by trusting what he says and obeying that um, we are going to have abundant life here on earth and um and when we get to heaven, he'll say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Titus 3, 8. This is a faithful saying, and these things I will that thou affirm constantly, that they which have believed in God might be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. So it's very important, I think, to realize that when you are following Christ, it's much more than just like, hey, I believe that Jesus died on the cross and he forgives me of my sins. He was buried for three days and he rose again. That's great. But, um, and, and that will, uh, give you eternal life with him to confess with your mouth. But here it says, be careful to maintain good works. These things are good and profitable unto men. So he's again telling you what is going to be profitable unto you. He knows what's best. Hebrews 12, nine through 11. I'm almost done, I promise. (laughs) Furthermore, we have had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? For they verily for a few days chastened us after their own pleasure, but he for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous but grievous. Nevertheless, afterward it yieldeth the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Um, I always say chasten and chasten like interchangeably. I'm sorry. I don't know. So here he's talking about when we um, are saved, when we have Jesus in our heart and we are his children, that when we aren't living right, he is going to discipline us. But it is for our profit that we may be partakers of his holiness. I don't know about you guys, but like when I'm in my own image, it sucks. (laughs) Like it is not pretty. It is not like of good things. I am not um, usually making good choices. I'm being destructive. I am being emotionally like um, not kind to other people. I said it like that because I don't think 
being emotional is a, a sin, but when we make choices that are not in line of God's word in our emotions, um, then it is. That was a left turn. He is conforming us into his image if we'll let him. So if he lives inside of me um, and I'm reading the the Bible, I'm having my mind renewed and he's sanctifying me and he's conforming me into his image if I will obey him and let him to do that. And it's profitable for me. James 2, 14 through 20, and this is the last uh, verses. These are the last verses. Uh, what doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and have not works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute or of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful of the body, what doth it profit? Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. Yea, a man may say that thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show thee my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? So again, you might be like, um, I thought it was the gift of God, <laughs> you know, grace that gets you into heaven. What do you mean? Like works gets you into heaven? No. But what it's saying is if you are saying like, hey, yeah, I love pies and I like making pies, but like you never make pies or eat them. You kind of a liar. You know what I mean? Like if, if you believe something, your actions are going to back up what you believe because your actions are going to show what you believe. Um, just the same thing as, you know, hey, I really love my spouse and I really respect him and I, I really, you know, agree with being kind and doing all these things, but like you don't do any of that kind of stuff, then do you really believe that? It's easy to say one thing, but what does your life show? So I don't know about y'all when you're reading God's word and something just sticks out to you and then it kind of leads you you know, down some other path. And then now you're like looking into something else and you're like, well, what does this mean? And you know, what other verses say this? And, um, and so I think it's just really neat when you spend time with the Lord and, uh, really takes you to seek out what his word says about certain things. And so I'm thankful that God takes the time to explain to us, you know, what it is that not only is, um, in his heart and what he wants for us, but what's best for us what does profit and the things that don't profit and he's very clear in his word in the old and new testament like exactly what this picture overall looks like and so i encourage you just to get in god's word to read those things if you're not in any place in the bible you've never read a book in the bible front to back i encourage you to start in the book of john uh, just to really get to know who jesus is and what he did for us in the cross and fall in love with him he is uh he is kind loving, gentle, long-suffering, and uh, and then continue to read uh, and ask if you need any, I don't know, accountability for reading your Bible or just encouragement or whatever, like always feel free to reach out. And now I will say my thing. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to y'all next Monday. Mm-hmm.